Welcome to the greatest movie ever and welcome to the greatest animated movie ever part three, The Asian Invasion. That's everything from the other side. We're talking anime and manga and everything in between. I'm your host, Jamie, and you can follow the podcast on Instagram and on Facebook at The Greatest Movie Ever Podcast. I'm joined today with Aaron, Emily, Jared, Kieran and Stephen and we are discussing our top 10 anime and manga animated movies. How it works, we'll take it in turns to go over our top 10 list. Depending on where a film ranks on that list, it will get a point. First place gets 10 points, second place gets 9 points, third place gets 8 points and so on. The highest scoring movie at the end will be declared the greatest animated movie ever. So let's get into it and find out which movie will be victorious. <laughs> okay, here oh, we like go. In Japan. Oh, fun. <laughs> I was European only. <laughs> but um, yes, we're, we're all here to discuss our best of the East, the Asian invasion, as it's called, Aaron. So you can. Aaron did. we're talking anime manga and everything in between unfortunately kieran can't be here because he is unwell and i wasn't taking place i was happy just sitting there having some biscuits but unfortunately i can't do that now because i have to read kieran's list so expect great great insight for those films very insightful reviews exactly so luckily i don't have to go first so that job is always to big double a it's aaron honorable mentions i'm not going to say any of them i'm going to go straight into number 10 um no i think you should say your honorable mentions do it. No. All of the Ghibli catalogue. <laughs> All of the Ghibli catalogue that's not on this list. <laughs> Fair. Uh, and the Digimon movie. Just for... Oh, Digimon. <laughs> I forgot about Digimon. Um, mm. So I'm going to start off the list. Number 10. Not many Ghibli films on this list, but I'm going to start off with a Ghibli film. From Up on Poppy Hill. Um, so this is Miyazaki's son that did this. Gory. Goro. 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 Oh, bye. Uh, Goro. You just you just vanished. Sorry, like you Goro. were there and then you, <laughs> you popped out of the uh, the green screen. Like ruins yeah. your like. This this ho- this horrible- yeah. Emily, Emily vanishes with the green screen. <laughs> There's horrible things about his son. Um, when you watch like the making of the movies and stuff, I'm sure it's in this one where like they was at the um, premiere of a bit, and then like the dad just like. Like Miyazaki literally just was like, "You're an embarrassment." It was so. It was. Re- it's really like dark stuff. I, I think that was Tale of Earthsea. Oh, was it? Which yeah, is that, that the most embarrassing film. film. <laughs> I'm sure, I like that. I'm sure film, he's though. done it with this film as well, though. And this one's actually pretty good. Like, it's a bit uh, slice of life. There's not much that goes on with it. There's a weird like hint of incest in it, but that's in Back to the Future. And Star Wars. <laughs> and Star Wars. The great films, you know. <laughs> but uh, no, I, uh, and the setting of the Tokyo Olympics, I really love that as well. 
Um, I think Gory is that his son is doing his next film as well, which is the biggest worry because it's 3D animated. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure about that new one. Mm. Yeah, that was my number 10. Okay. Jared. No, it's Emily, sorry. Oh, Emily. I can't even count. Can't even count. <laughs> I can't even count. Not even maths. Is, is can't even count to spell. <laughs> and I'm a teacher. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I'll say my honourable mentions first. I've got, because I'm not lazy like Aaron, I'll actually say them. I don't have any. <laughs> you said you had loads of too many to say. <laughs> Which is it? <laughs> They're dishonourable now. They've been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've got Kiki's Delivery Service. I've got Origin, Spirits of the Past, From Up on Poppy Hill, and Ponyo. So they're my honourable ones. And I've heard of them. Number 10 for me is going to be Wolf Children. So. What was that? Sorry, I misheard that. Wolf Children. Wolf Yes. It's about a wolf with children. It's actually. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to say anymore. It's one of the few films on my list that isn't actually a Ghibli film, um, but it's a really cute film. It's about a woman who falls in love with a man who is part wolf, and they have two children, and the children can turn into wolves, and it's really cute. Are you just thinking describing it was Twilight? 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this, this would be Twilight if she went with Jacob instead. Yeah. <laughs> Twilight, but Japanese, and she goes with Jacob. Um, no, even though it sounds a bit like Twilight and it sounds like it's about furries, I promise you it's not. And it's a really nice <laughs> film. So that's my number one. Oh, okay, Jared. Uh, Honourable mentions to all the Studio Ghibli films that didn't make it, other than <laughs> Tales of Earthsea, uh, the, basically any, any hand-drawn ones. I really didn't like that one that came out like, uh, I don't know what it's called, hand-drawn. My Neighbour the Amadas. Yeah, I really Shockingly, like that that's computer animated, but made really? to look like hand-drawn. Yeah. They were the only ones I didn't like. All the others are just brilliant because you get to see Japanese scenery. But um, my number 10 is The Wind Rises, which I recently watched again. And um, I've got to say, it's it's weird looking at like him as a pilot. Like, um, he creates planes, but he's on the enemy side. Because obviously, like, we see ourselves as, like, the good guys in World War Two. But he's like going to the Germans and like like the Nazis and like talking to them about planes. And he's also Japanese, talking about building planes. And he's like, we're just we're just building planes. We're not like we're not into politics of war and that. And it's just a really interesting story that, like, I know I've, I assume this is going to be quite high on Aaron's list. To be honest, it's not too high, but it's yeah. higher than that. So what was it? Uh, the wind rises. Cool. Okay. So, obviously, I had to take over, Kieran. I can't really give any analysis. That could be very, very good. So, what I have decided to do is go onto IMDb and read two comments from each film that he has picked. (laughs) (laughs) Please please say you've gone one good, one bad. Yeah, Yeah, one good, one bad. So, this is what I mean, because, you know, we've we've got to go look at both sides of it all here. Um, So, he did give an honorable mention earlier but I can't remember what it was um, 
because he didn't put that in the chat. It was before when we spoke. Uh, Digimon movie. Digimon the movie, sure, why not? Um, <laughs> but his first film that he has on his list is The Flavours of Youth. So, <laughs> Flavours of Youth, the good review, it's got an 8 out of 10. It's beautiful series of short stories and tells the lives of three individuals. I loved it, but would have loved it so much more if it was three movies of this length, which is why I didn't give it an even better rating. It did a really good job at making me feel emotional despite the small length. I felt nostalgia, reject, reject, regret, regret, Jesus, and joy. <laughs> Granted, some of the nostalgia could be my own, as I also remember tape recorders and that like, but made me feel nostalgic for things I never experienced in my youth, like China, food, and little things like that. That was just just how strong the storytelling was. The animation was also beautiful, done, and made it a joy to watch. And on to the other review with a 2 out of 10, which Ooh. is... Um, I won't say the title until the end, but the pictures are great, yes, but everything else is mediocre at best. Piecing, storytelling, dialogue, characters about the A. Um, also underwhelming that I could not bear to finish the movie. In fact, I got angry at the utter idiocy the movie tried to sell me as plot. Even the delightful animation turned kind, kind of source because of the poorly chosen shots. So bad. It could have been a DC movie. Wow. <laughs> so bad it could have been their spelling by the sounds of it. Oh, I, I, I realised I didn't pick it just that. I picked it just because of the title <laughs> of the, the review and then I, I tried to read it. But yeah, um, that is Flavours of Youth. Stephen. So, uh, yeah, I can't add anything about Flavours of Youth. Um, <laughs> for my honourable mentions, I've got uh, The Girl Who Let Through Time, my Neighbour Totoro, which just missed my list, Kiki's Delivery Service, uh, Tale of Princess Kaguya, and Akira. Akira oh, Kurosawa. Just, Akira would have loved yes, that. Akira Kurosawa, just missed my <laughs> list. Uh, and the film Akira also. Uh, yeah, so my number 10 is Only Yesterday, which is another slice-of-life film. It's by uh, Isio... Uh, Isio Takahata, who's like the other big boss of Ghibli, uh, who died like a few years ago. But um, it's really moving, just a nice story about someone trying to find a way of life that suits them better than the one they have. It weirdly doesn't, didn't have an English dub for ages because it has a scene where they talk about periods and Disney bought the rights to all the films and wouldn't release a dub for that one because they weren't allowed to cut it out. And so they were just like, I don't know. So only very recently got a dub, but it's really good. It's, it's and, uh, interestingly like, I'd call it a plain movie, but that's why I kind of liked it when I watched it. It was just like... Yeah, it's super just Not chill everything has to be like... You know what I mean? Like guns and blazing. Like you just go slow and just enjoy it. Yeah, it's there was three slice life ones that could have been my number ten, which is that from up on Poppy Hill and Whisper of the Heart are all kind of very similar, like a style of film. But um, only yesterday just hipped it for me. But yeah. Okay, Aaron. 
Uh, my number nine is I finally want to be the very best. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> is, that the, is that the first one? The first Pokemon, one, yeah. The first yeah. movie. Mewtwo Pokemon 2000. strikes back. Uh, well, the problem was with this one is like, obviously, another one like Space Jam holds huge like nostalgia for me. Um, but for uh, so so long, um, I thought the second one was the first one, and I remember I bought like um, I think I bought like one of the new newer films um, from HMV, and you got the first movie for free, and I was like, oh, let's watch the first one, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like I've always thought the second one was the first one, but um, yeah, the first one is probably the best one. I've not watched many of them. I think I watched like the first three, and I've watched like a couple of the newer ones. But um, I mean, it's not like the greatest film of all time or anything like that. But I mean, it's better than half the Ghibli films, apparently. <laughs> no, it's just massive. <laughs> the world culturally, like uh, Pokemon at like that time, mm. was just huge. Like it's one of the biggest things ever, isn't it? Kids, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Okay, Emily. Okay. My number nine is my first Ghibli film on my list, and that is House Moving Castle. Yes, the one I've seen. I can talk about yeah, it. Jamie, come on. <laughs> yeah, what do you it's think? Christi- it's Christian Bale going, oh, I can't go up there. <laughs> <laughs> my hair, my hair. <laughs> oh, I feel so disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> the whole way through. Yeah, I really like this film. It's a classic Ghibli. Like, it's one of those ones you've got to see if you want to see what Ghibli's all about. Um, it's not one of my favourite Ghibli films, which is why it's a bit low on my list. But overall, the story, animation, and the characters are really strong. And I love Calcifer, our little... Billy Crystal was great. Yeah. So it's a great There film. he is, on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. Like he's easily one of my favorite parts of the whole film. Yeah, I know. I know a friend who's got a Calcifer tattoo as well. Like my friend's got a Calcifer tattoo. He's pretty uh, cool in the film. Probably better than his performance in Monsters Inc. Yes, I agree. That's debatable. Not as good as when Harry met Sally, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> he did the. Like orgasm scene, and that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I, uh, when I was getting into Ghibli films, uh, Gavin, you may know from HMV. <laughs> uh, I've never met him. It's like... <laughs> uh, he was like, I think he said that's his favorite one. And he's like, I'm sure he said it's like a successor to Spirit Away. And I see it as that as well. Like, yeah. I feel like it's like a spiritual successor to Spirit Away. Um, it's got a similar vibe it's very magical mm. yeah okay big jared number nine number nine. Oh, wait yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's not me i'm caring i'm caring today <laughs> yeah so um my number nine surprised me because i always regarded it as like quite high up on my list but um i don't know when i recently watched it i didn't I didn't have the click that I did, and it's Princess Mononoke, which is probably regarded as the best, if not the second best, film that Studio Ghibli's done. 
And I do really like it. It's just, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's aged compared to the others. Like, I feel like some of the films that I precede it are just so much more better than the films before it. Don't, I don't know. It's just something about it. I don't know. One of you lot make a point about it. Uh, It's not as easy a watch as some of the other films, for sure. You can't just like bang it on and be like, oh, yeah, I'll just watch Princess Monarchy. That's probably, yeah, that's probably what I'm trying to say because, um, I do really like the village people and like, you know, there are some like cool scenes where they're like walking along the um, path. <laughs> but I don't know, it, it has like a bit of a weird end, like ending with the little lantern people and it's just like, I don't know. Kind, I of, think, kind of lost it for me. I think like a lot of Ghibli films, it, it's trying to send a message, but also make it entertaining for the uh, kids. And I know Pixar do like the same sort of thing, but... I think you have to look into the film a lot more than you do. Um, I think it's very like surface level on Pixar movies where yeah. Ghibli films, you have to proper go in detail of what they're actually telling you. Uh, this It was the first one I watched, Mono, uh, Mono okay. Um, and I remember we tried to watch it again recently. And I just, yeah. it's one of them like where I feel like the, I had so much magic with it watching it the first time. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like I would have said, if you'd asked me like, you know what I mean? Like, my number one or this, mm. I would have gone like pretty close, but watching it again, it just didn't hold up. I don't think. Yeah, I see why I loved it as a kid, but yeah. don't know. Okay, Kevin's number nine. Just so we can save a little bit of time, I decided I'm just going to go for the bad ones. I'm sure you're going to say all good stuff about most of them. And Aaron already has because it was Pokemon the movie. It's Kevin's number nine. There you go. And it's the only one I've seen on his list, so. See, my issue with putting Pokemon on this list is you watched it in America. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you I watched the American it, version. As, as of last week, <laughs> I put it on yeah. my American list. But, um, yeah, so, the bad review of Pokemon. I think Pokemon is the most boring movie I have seen in the last several years. I did not expect much. It was my 10-year-old's movie of choice. I am horrified by the degree to which my my kid's mind has been brainwashed to accept this as a valid entertainment. There is no plot. Animation is below average. I gave Pokemon the first movie a zero, which this movie, in my view, barely deserves. That's a little (laughs) harsh, harsh. (laughs) Pokemon is brainwashing your children. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior, I went to junior college for semester. The brainwash the jingle all the way. There you go, um, Stephen. Right, my number nine is uh, the one that I'm not sure other people will have seen, but it's also the background for me here. It's called the Night is Short, Walk On Girl. Uh, it's a really bizarre film. Uh, it's on Netflix. on that picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on Netflix, and I suggest everyone like gives it a watch. It basically follows this girl on her on an incredibly drunken night out. And... She has a gun. No. <laughs> so. No, no. She does have a gun in the photo I'm looking at. Oh, she might have at some point. To be fair, it's a, it's wild. There's so much weird stuff goes on in it. Like all, everyone's stories get intertwined, and everyone's interested in her, and she's just a girl who wants to have a good night out and get drunk. Explaining it, it makes fuck all sense. <laughs> and watching it, it makes fuck all sense, but it's so enjoyable. 
that I would suggest that. What was it called? Yeah. The night is short. Walk on, girl. I'm gonna make a note. Walk on. Yeah, I haven't heard of that before. Yeah, I think it got like nominated for uh, Academy Award one year, but I feel like I, that. Yeah. That picture is doing like the same vibe as the scene, like um, the party scene, and what we do in the shadows. <laughs> do you know what you I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Where he meets his ex. Yeah, <laughs> same vibe, same energy. <laughs> yeah, that that dancer doing is a weird, fairly big part of the film. The softest dance. I, I love the person behind your head. Just looks like he's in pain. <laughs> well, look, look how arched his back is. Jesus <laughs> Christ, he's got that scoliosis. <laughs> but there you go. So the night is short. Walk on, girl. There we go. Aaron, number eight. Uh, my number eight is Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, this was probably the last Miyazaki film I got to. I wanted to save it because uh, I heard so much good stuff about it. It didn't fill the expectation for me as much as I wanted it to. Um, but I do love like the animation in this film. I think it's one of the best settings. And Obviously, like he's obsessed with air stuff. Um, and Miyazaki, like everything has like planes in and things like that. But where you still see like the flight of when she's on the broom, and I, I thought I love those parts when she was just like flying through the city. It's a brilliant, brilliant concept for a film as well. The story is is brilliant, and um, I think with Ghibli films as well, there's like three different types of films. There's like your Easy slice of life, then you like your kids' movies, and then you should like batshit crazy movies like Spirited Away. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think like this is probably like, uh, I'd like if I had a kid, I'd love to show them this film. Yeah. Yeah. It's just super chilled out, and mm. like there's no real threat anywhere until like the very end. But it's not because there's an antagonist or anything, it's just mm. a dangerous thing has happened and they're sawing it out. Yeah, it's it's just really cool. I, I love Kiki. It just missed out on my list, but I, I do really love it. There's strangely a lot of like coming of age movies in Ghibli films as well, which you wouldn't really expect it from that that sort of film, especially like an animation film. But I think even this is like you can see her like growth into becoming like because she leaves home like the start of the movie and um, she's on her own from then on. But... I think it's because like if you do it from the perspective of a child then you kind of like get the growth as well. Like you see their growth and you mm. also grow, like, you know what I mean? Like the world is a big and scary place in all of these films. Mm. I, you know what I mean? Just like you think Spirited Away, Kiki, like uh, Graves of the Fireflies. Like a lot of these films like, are just about like what it's like when you're a kid and you can't really control your life. Mm. So you kind of just got to like live it. Okay, Emily. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, I forgot it was me. Okay, my number eight is The Wind Rises. Um, I was going to say, it goes pretty quick when Kieran's not here chatting shit, doesn't it? I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but no, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful film. And um, it's the Ghibli film where I, I feel like you, you get to see the most of Miyazaki's love for like planes and 
aircrafts it just really flourishes in this film like the animation of, of the planes is beautiful um it's a really good story as well like i love the romance in it uh, you just can't go wrong it's just a lovely film and yeah yeah okay jared uh are we on number eight apologies yes uh number eight i've given it to my neighbor totoro yeah, it probably is quite low on this list, but I don't know. I feel this is one of the later ones I watched. I think this is more of a children's film than the others. I feel like the others have a bit more to them that are a bit more adultish, whereas this is like, I don't know, it's just, uh, you know what I mean? The parents ill, let's go on an adventure. <laughs> there's, there's not really a lot to it. It's just like, I don't know. I just think... I think the way that Ghibli do films is like they have that really interesting story and then I feel like instead of having a main character they tend to do what Pixar does and like Disney were like oh let's have a jokey side character let's make them the main character instead so like this this fluffy thing doesn't speak but he does like a lot. (laughs) He's now like the whole um What's the word for mascot? mascot. Now, yeah. Isn't it? I think yeah, yeah. I love the like conspiracies behind it. I know there's like loads of like dark conspiracies behind like a lot because he's creepy, isn't he? There is quite he's a lot creepy. of creepy things in <laughs> Japanese films. Though, what I was gonna say about Totoro though is like um, I like the idea of like that he's not actually real and like the the older sister is just like making like these imaginary friends up. I can easily see that. Yeah. It's just like this imaginary friend has helped me to do the thing I was going to do anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously they're going through quite a lot. I think like I, when I found out about that, I was like, oh my God, like. I totally see it. Yeah. How, how would they get on a bus? Cat bus. <laughs> like for a film that is one of the most cheerful and kid-friendly Ghibli films, it does actually have a lot of kind of depth dark side dark but like yeah let me just show you. like he could definitely just eat that gallon one bite though can he like let's be honest I'll, let me cover burn just like end of the film like you know what i mean like right i'm bored now but dead mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how they should have ended it i'm gonna ask for that, <laughs> that new cut of the film yeah um kieran's next one is ghost in a shell the, the he did say that it was the Scarlett Johansson one. He wanted me he texted me before saying I want everyone to make sure that like it's the Scarlett Johansson one. That, that sounds I, right. I yeah, I, I can believe that. Class that as a Hollywood film. Yeah, that's definitely not, is it? And so it's the nineteen ninety five <laughs> version, and here is the review for Code as a Shell. As a great fan of you too. Maybe I picked up this movie because it features a track from Passengers, One Minute Warning. Unfortunately, I didn't hear this in the movie, and worse, the movie is boring. The plot of a robot having human feelings and asking for its identity isn't news in science fiction, as the masterpieces already exist. Blade Runner and IA, is that AI? I don't know. Probably AI. IA. That's not a masterpiece anyway, but okay. The subsequent movies must truly find something specific to gather attention. This one fails. The animation is slow, which is anticlimactic for the action sequences, and dull the rest of time. Colours are sad, and the story is a bit complicated to understand. In conclusion, prefer Miziaki for poetry and Akira for science fiction. Wow. There you go. Um, 
just quickly as well, I was just thinking then, I, I obviously I collect soundtracks and it's always been a mystery to me why like there's so many soundtracks with big songs on them, but they're not in the movie at all, not even in like an end credits thing. Last night, yeah, like, yeah, I bet the U2 song was like after the credits, and then you know, when they have like the second song of the credit, and it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, no, but last night we we was watching Spider Man, and I was like, the main reason I was, was watching. <laughs> No, the, <laughs> one of the first Stroke singles is on that is on that soundtrack, and I've still never what? heard it. Which song? When it starts. Yeah, it's probably like the probably like what the Spider-Man like, theme is. Yeah, it is. That's a Spider-Man theme. All right, Chad. Here's <laughs> one for you, Jamie. Here's uh, <laughs> one for you, Jamie. Kanye. Wrote a song for Mission Impossible Three. Good and wasn't in there because it was shit because he's shit. It it was after the second. <laughs> it wasn't after. The, oh, wow. I'm sure it's not even in the movie at all. Good. Rule Kanye. The world, Kanye West. Kanye's not even on a compass. Right. Stephen. <laughs> right. What's so. Uh, who knows? My my number eight is possibly my hottest take. Uh, and it's uh, the cat returns. Oh, yes, that I think, cat. Like, because <laughs> I've I've already said that um, Wish of the Heart isn't on my list. Oh no! And it's like, oh what? Like, what? But, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this film is is stupidly fun. It's short as well. Though, I could right? watch I this. It, it is quite short, but um. I could watch this film over and over again and have watched this film over and over again. It's like kind of comfort food. And yeah, I, I know, I know it's not as good as some of the other films, technically. <laughs> but I enjoy this film what is much your more than those problem films. with Country Road, take me home. Uh, it's because that song, the original oh. version, is the version that she makes is better. I will give her that. <laughs> Uh, don't you use Cl- Glenn Clamble's name in vain? <laughs> Glenn Clamble? <laughs> it's not, it's not Glenn Campbell, is it? Isn't it like Neil Diamond or some shit? No, it's Glenn <laughs> Campbell. Uh, I'm really shocked at that. Do you know what? Do you know what's mad? Yeah. When Cat Returns, like he hated I, it. No, I thought like because I thought it was going to be like Whisper. That was one of my last ones yeah. to watch as well. It, it just wasn't very good. I thought it was going to be a sequel to it. And it's, it, I know it's no. got the Baron in it, but yeah, nothing like <laughs> it's it's so weird that they kind of even bothered to connect them, but yeah, yeah. Exactly. Be separate like easily. I like the um, I like the I think the first half of the movie is strong, yeah, I agree, and then it goes a bit weird on it, like, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I like the bit where the cat comes on the um, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because like what well, they're carrying the cat out there like a king. <laughs> yeah, that's like the best part. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad film, but I just feel like it's one of the worst Ghibli films, and it's nowhere near as good as Whisper of the Heart. Yeah. Well, there you oh, go. Have... It's number they were, eight. They were it's too fine. busy spending it's all the time. It's a hot take. I did say it was a hot take. Yeah. How proud! How proud! Okay, Aaron Seven. 
Uh, so my seven is Howl's Moving Castle, and like yes, a, I've seen that film. It's uh, <laughs> like that's what's spoiled away, and animation is really great on it. Um, it's a bit weird, it's a bit out there, but no, it's it, it, it's really great. I would never say like go in on if you if you wanted to get in Ghibli films, I would never like recommend this to go into first. <laughs> I think this might have been the I first think it's one. A great I saw. First one. No, it's yeah. it's a great film, but like I always think like the others aren't like it. <laughs> the film later that I'll talk about where like it's Kibley's biggest strength, but it's its biggest weakness as well. Weirdness. Yes. Okay. So yeah, Emily. Okay. My number seven, and I've kind of struggled with this one. Like I've had some inner turmoil. The cat returns. Yeah. <laughs> number seven, Porco Rosso. Um, it's I underrated, Porco Rosso, but I, I felt know, like... It, it's so underrated. It's like you perfectly rated. judged me if I put this on the list, so I didn't. Oh, it, it's got to be on the list. I, I feel like, in my heart, I wanted to put it higher up, but there's yeah. better films, so I've had to put it at seven, but... It's just because it's the pig, and it's like, ah... Oh, I know, yeah. Pig. Can you put a pig <laughs> higher on the list? <laughs> Little bacon boy. Little boy. <laughs> I only put Babe at number 10. Like, you know what I mean? If you were here, it might have been number six. Yeah. It's such a good film. Hey, Jared. Brilliant, Parker, also. Uh, number seven. No. Uh, Whisper of the Heart is number seven. There we go. I feel like them two are... Country <laughs> Come on, sing along. Sing along. Every time, every time it comes on the list. Oh. <laughs> To the place. I'm gonna find Taylor. West Virginia. Her version. <laughs> it's why she changes the whole song. <laughs> That's it's so bizarre. Does she, I don't know why I sang that. Like because... a ballad, or does she make it like a rap? No, it's the same. No, no, she just it's same tune but different words. Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying that because to be honest, that is my opinion. The weakest part of the film. I used yeah, to it is, the song bit is the worst bit. Yeah. I but like, the actual bit where she's like a script writer and like she's writing the stories and that, and she's got this like friend who's like friend boyfriend violin player. I don't know, but like that's just like I feel like you feel like her. Like, I feel like everyone's been in that situation where you're like, oh shit, like everything's just going shit for me. My parents are cunts. Like my sister's <laughs> too busy for me. Like you know what I mean? You're just like, what's the point? <laughs> But don't worry, because you'll have an imaginary cat. I'm going to lock myself in a room, not wash yeah. for five weeks, and just write a book. Uh, okay. That's how yeah, Stephen and then she's going to be like it. 40 and be like, why did I do that? That's what Stephen King does every day. He loves it. Every day, he locks himself in, in for a week. He can't right. help it. He had a car accident. Um, he did. Yeah. He broke his spine or something, didn't he? I think so. God, yeah, so he can't do anything. Yeah. He has to and sit he, in the room he, and write books. <laughs> he wrote the guy who did it into several of his books as a villain. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the guy who hit him with the van is a villain. In the, I think it's not his fault. He should books. have looked left and right. <laughs> in the stand, because he can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, yeah. Let me just Google who's to blame for the Stephen King car crash. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Was he too busy know. writing misery in his head? <laughs> Uh, Karen's number seven is My Neighbour Totoro, which again, you've already kind of 
talk for now, so I missed a bit. So here is a nice review. This one's really short, but then I'll go on to another one. This is a waste of time, totally. Please don't watch it, please. You will, will waste your time. <laughs> don't know why people like this shit. <laughs> That's the second one. Why did they remake it? Question mark. Wait, what? what? They made it? Remake what? Why did they think, remake it? I think it's about the English dub, to be fair. But oh. Hopefully. <laughs> this used to be an incredible movie. It was one of my favourite movies as a child. My VCR decided to eat my tape a couple of months ago, so I got a new one uh, on DVD. Super pumped. I popped it in the machine. Guess what? They remade the whole thing. This picture is still right, and they dubbed over the voices. <laughs> Dakota Fanning and Elle Fanning did a horrible job covering Satsuki and Mai's voice, or should I say Satsuki's voice? They don't even say her name right. Why would they fix what was never broken? They changed half of the lines and butchered the rest. There are also subtitles in it pointing out things that you may not understand, like when they were unpacking a box, they had a little note that said tea is at the bottom of the screen. Who cares what it is? I want to watch the movie. If you're considering this movie, please, please buy or read the original. You'll absolutely love it. Do not get the one above. It is a waste of time. Thank you for reading my rant. Why don't they just watch wow. <laughs> the sort of Can you do this like every week, Jim? And not well, I was going to say, this is a podcast in itself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's just interesting. You have to start like people. crediting all these people, though. <laughs> Yeah, this is like, this is by Little Bird 2 on IMDb. Why did they make a sequel? Why didn't they just do Little oh. Bird? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, this is just definitely someone who's just like, I don't know, goes to the shell. It's like, this is not the original. The original came out like <laughs> Scarlett Johansson was so much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that is my neighbor Totoro, Ellen Dakota Fanning. Do you guys do watch them together, right? Probably. No, I, I do watch the... I watch the dubs because they get, like, decent actors, but I watch it with yeah. the subtitles on as well, so I can read it where really they've changed. It really depends what film. I don't know about you. I find it... Some films, it's like... I feel like the modern ones, it's just easier to watch it dubbed, but the older ones, it's easier to watch it like... Like, like you said, with the... When they actually got good voice actors in. Yeah. No, I feel like the voice cast is like mm. insane though, like how they mm. get certain people. In fact, Mark Hamill's in uh, Castle in the Sky, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, fucking he sick. Yeah, Mark Hamill's like one of the best actors of all time, though. Yeah. And the best thing is, you never know it's him because his voice is really good. <laughs> yeah, they do always get good people to do the dubs, but it really just depends. I don't really. Have a it might, yeah, it might even be a mood thing. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I do like to watch it, but then it's like, I don't know. If it's a fast movie, then you struggle to keep up with the Japanese. Yeah, like if yeah. I'm doing something else at the same time, I'll listen to it. I'll, I'll watch it in dub so I don't have to read. Yeah, you don't have to actually watch. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it makes life a bit easier that way. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'm rewinding every 10 seconds because I missed it. <laughs> Okay, we learn Japanese. I like to listen to it when I'm eating paella. (laughs) You like to listen to Japanese while you're eating paella? Exactly. Spanish. (laughs) Sometimes when I get a French stick, I just put it in French. (laughs) I forget. (laughs) Watching French film in French dub. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Could you imagine watching a French film in Spanish dub? That'd be like the yeah. best thing ever. <laughs> That'd be fun. Right, Aaron. What's missed out on top five? Oh, it's still Stephen, Stephen isn't it? God, it's no me. Yeah, it's seven. He's going to have another hot take no one cares about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on number seven. What are you on about top five? It's, I said it's... what... So Aaron, what's your number three? No. <laughs> I said what missed out on top five, Jared. Yeah. Right. Oh, I don't listen to you. Yeah, my, no. my number seven. It's the first time it's been mentioned, but I'm sure it will get mentioned again. We'll uh, it's uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Get the pitchforks, boys. Uh, because this film <laughs> it, girls. is great. It's like ridiculously good. But it's the kind of film that you can you can't just watch it again. Like I've watched it once. I, I'm not watching it again. That's fine. You know, it's. I think everyone should watch it, but like like any anime set in and around World War Two, you don't want to be watching that again. <laughs> but yeah, like the, what's criminal? I've not seen it. Yeah, me have neither. you not? Oh my we've, god, we've got it. Yeah, we've got it, and we've started. Can you can you just watch that because well, like just... that is the be- one of the best ones. Yeah, you cannot call yourself a fan of Sugar if you don't watch that one. Okay, so so you can't tune me out for this being seven because it's not even on no that because list. I, I, I'm going to drop one because I know like reviews are really high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we have tried to watch it a few times, haven't we? But uh, yeah, I feel just... like you need to be in a mindset to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, you can't be in a right. in the wrong place. Yeah. Mm. I think it's because I like I don't know about you, but I know what happens, and I don't really want to see it <laughs> each time. I'm like, you don't see it. I don't want to see it. I don't. I don't know what happens, so don't spoil it. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> Honestly, if you watch the first like ten minutes, World War it II tells happens. you what's going to happen yeah. in that first ten minutes. It's like the rest of it is kind of a flashback after the first yeah. ten minutes. But yeah, it's definitely. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Good boy. Okay, now Good Aaron, boy. it's number six. What's missed out on top five? My number six is The Wind Rises. Um, I've spoke about this film before. I feel like, like I said before, I feel like it's Miyazaki's swan song. Um, I feel like it's his his career in like one movie uh, and it's a perfect ending, even though it won't be the end of his career because he'll keep coming out of retirement. That's his sixth last film. Who is he? Conor McGregor? (laughs) <laughs> uh, but it's exactly what Jared said and it's like it's weird watching a film like on the other side of the war because we've um, like, there's flood, floods of films with like just war films that are just like on our side of the war but not many like on the other side and um, it's just so beautiful even though it is like that see I, I have a problem with this film but it's not a bad film like I love it it's great but um, Miyazaki is like a massive pacifist. Mm. It's like a whole thing. And, but his love of planes just seems to have made him romanticise this kind of thing, even though like it's a story of kind of a real person. It's like, I think it's a couple of people like jammed mm. together. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, it's, but, it's, but it's proper romanticised. And like, as if like, oh, well, they never knew like he was going to be making an engine of war. But it's like, he's making the fighter plane from the start. It's yeah. not like he's making a passenger plane. Yeah, oh, yeah, they do. They and do it's just because it. literally, they literally do say it like, "Yeah, we're just not. We're not like, we're not in charge of that. We're just here to make plays." I think. Yeah, I know what you're saying because I feel like he, 
he opts out of like the reality of it a lot. Like I feel like yeah. he knows, uh, what he wants to miss out mm. to make a story that makes more sense to him. Yeah. Than what actually happened. Um, I, there was a lot of controversy when it came out. I think uh, with people saying like this ain't right. With his- I, I don't know. Like people are. I, I don't know. Like the Japanese people are ashamed of being on the other side of the war. Or is it like it is what it is? I don't think they like hide from it. It's yeah. mentioned in a lot of the films like that. I mean, it, Grave of the Fireflies doesn't try and hide from the fact. I don't think this tries to hide from the fact that they're on the the wrong side. They're of probably it, happy they're with right. it because I think like you look at Germany, Japan, probably come out better than when the bloody war happened. It's also a fault. Yeah. Okay. Emily. Okay. Um, my number six is your name. When did you watch this? I watched this today. <laughs> when did you finish watching out. this? <laughs> when did you finish it? Ten minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to watch it. It's one that I've wanted to watch for a while. I just never got around to it, partly because of like all the hype around it, especially when it first came out. Um, so yeah, it's number six, because I was pleasantly surprised with this, because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be like a straightforward like romance drama. But I don't know if anyone's seen it, but yes, there are quite it may be mentions later. Uh, yeah, there's one twist when you realise what's actually happening, and it blew my mind really. And then maybe like the last third of the film is pretty crazy. There's like a lot that happens, um, but it's a really good story, and the ending's really good. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. Definitely wasn't what I thought it would be. And also, the animation in it is beautiful, like the scenery and everything. It's just gorgeous. So I'd definitely watch it again. Okay. Right, Jared. Uh, are we on to number six? Yes. So number six is Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs> I feel this is... Kiki. <laughs> 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 I was doing High School Musical, but changing it from Tiki to Kiki. <laughs> a long time ago in the land far away the pineapple princess tiki <laughs> Jesus Christ but um, yeah I feel like Kiki's Delivery Service is like probably the most criminally underrated Ghibli film I feel like because the to- there's not really like a, it's not like a serious topic and it's just like someone basically someone being Amazon delivery on the on the broom <laughs> but she's just cool like, it's just like I, lo- I love the scene I, I love how they've made the city look beautiful and that like, yeah. I don't know it's just it's just this is probably the film film that I would like like you said like you said if I had a kid I'd show them it because it's just probably like I don't know if you're like five or six if you've got the attention span to watch this film it's just like oh yeah you, you can do stuff with your life and that like you know what I mean like yeah, there is it's a future. Fun. It's funny you say that because Karen is also Kiki's delivery service, <laughs> and this review yeah. here is saying it's a definite misstep for Mizaki. Oh no, Mizaki! There you go. Don't get me wrong, I love Studio Ghibli. My whole family does. My three-year-old daughter watches Totoro at least once a week, and my wife and I love his films that are tailored for older audiences, like Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke. We are very selective on what our daughter watches, allowing only positive role models, good lessons, and developmentally 
appropriate conflict to Toro and embodies all of these in beautiful human masterpieces of animation, Kiki just does not. Despite all of the reviews, we read from parents who said, if you like to Toro, you'll like Kiki's too. Yes. The animation is there, but nothing else is. The characters are all virtually static aside from Kiki, who also sorely lacks in any substantial development. It almost feels like she regresses in development until the very end, beginning to obsess over her looks, etc., which never gets addressed at all outside of one scene in passing. But it seems like it's building into a major plot point that never materialises into anything. The other children passing through are all either rude or damn right mean and never called out for it, requiring a lot of contextualization in the discussion during the movie of how would it make you feel if somebody did that to you? Be aware of this if you're planning to watch with younger children. And then Gigi the cat. Gigi, is that how I'm pronouncing it? I don't know. Yeah, Gigi. <laughs> the voice of a reason and only valuable comic relief is quite literally silence halfway through the film, never to speak again. Then we get into the runtime of almost two hours, which would be fine if there was more engaging plot, but it's not. It's slow and trotting, culminating in climax at the last 10 minutes of the movie, followed by the most abrupt credits role I've ever seen in a movie. Also, definitely some weird racy humour in couple scenes. It mostly flies by, but it's still unsettling. One scene in particular comes to mind where Kiki tells Gigi that the artist wants to paint her, to which Gigi responds, Naked? Kiki is 13! Also horrendous sound editing in the Disney version. It sounds like Kiki is talking into a fan the entire movie, which makes it ironic when she actually is in one scene. Very grating on the ears. So in summary, sorry other parents, this isn't Totoro 2.0. It's not a beautifully crafted story woven into a deep magical dreamscape of animation. It's Miziaki animation with a throwaway bargain bin script for two hours. Not sure why it receives such high praise outside of being Studio Ghibli. But one person did say it's Phil Hartman playing Gigi is the only sole distinctive feature. Rest in peace, Phil. Well, that person's um, incredibly wrong. Death, <laughs> I missed that. Could you could you go through it again? Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> I, I, say it, Gary. To be fair, I didn't know it was that long. All I saw was the line going naked. I was like, I'm reading this one. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you maybe so should have checked the length of time. I should have checked the length on that one. I'll, I'll be more careful in the future. <laughs> But, well, yeah, what, what was that review about? Like? I don't even know. <laughs> what are you talking well, because about? you were saying it's, you're going to show it to your kids. This guy's like, nah, mate. So, not oh, kids, no. but... <laughs> I know. I feel like, I feel like this, this, is, this woman saw that like tiny little bit of bullying scene and was like, stop bullying. It was a man, remember? He had a husband. He had a husband. He had a wife. Oh, this is a man reviewing it. Jesus Christ. This is, it's a man, baby. And he got better things to do with his life. Like, I don't know, look after his kids. But the idea that I don't he see was. Kiki is a positive role model. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we'll move on from that one because we spent too much time on that review. Stephen. <laughs> right. My number six is uh, Perfect Blue. Ooh. Which Perfect. is another non ghibli one. Yeah. No, uh... Is it a competition to who's got the least amount of Ghibli films on the list? Um, I don't know. Possibly. We'll see who wins at the end. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, I feel like I've seen all of this before. Yeah, it's it's a really bizarre film. Like It's one that I don't want to talk too much about because it's... I don't want to spoil stuff from it, but it starts off following a a girl who was in an idol group and she's left because she wants to start doing acting and her life just gets very strange very quickly it's it 
sounds like it should be a really fluffy kind of slice of life film but it's pretty much a horror all throughout and um but to give, say too much about it would be to give stuff away and i would not want to do that but you should watch perfect blue if you have not and if you die the animation is great as well i think of it i have heard of that one. i think that's one of them that comes up when you said i was when i was searching for the best like animated ones that was high up on people's lists as well yeah it's always on lists mm. undeservedly okay. so okay we're back round to the top five here we go how many non-ghibli films are gonna be in the top five? Zero. <laughs> right man number five we're going big spirited away what Five? That is low, bro. Yeah. You are low, bro. It's low, bro. Um, I love Spirit Away. Not uh, enough. <laughs> now, um, I think I would, I would definitely say, for two D animation, it is the best looking two D animated film ever. I would probably say, like, it looks amazing. The animation is amazing. That's why I've changed my mind and I'm going to put that as number four. <laughs> no, no, I'll keep it at five. I'll keep it at five. It's, it's a tie up between four and five. Um, but yeah, um, I, as I was saying before about this, um, about um, Howl's, music, Howl's, Howl's Moving Castle, um, I think Spirit Away is like it's it can be like its own worst enemy sometimes because it's so big. Obviously, um, I think it's like, was like the biggest Japanese film or Asian film for like years and years. I think the record's only been broken recently, box office wise. So, By who? Um, uh, your name, I think. Oh, yeah. One of the ones that broke it. Um, but yeah, um, I think like every, when you think of Ghibli or you think of like anime, you think of Spirit Away. And a lot of people would like go into Ghibli films like we're going straight into this one which i think that's the worst thing you can do because it's so i mean you either love it or you hate it with this one but they're not all like this and i think there's so many ignorant people will be like they're all going to be like this uh but they're not and i know a lot of people wouldn't like this film because it is like quite weird but they could like enjoy like the other ghibli films um I remember years ago, I watched like the first like scene because someone recommended it for me, and I, I just thought like, "What is this?" Like, so once they turned into pigs, I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> uh, but uh, I love it now. I absolutely adore it now. But like I say, um, it's it can. I know it makes Ghibli like huge, but on the same time, like, I've heard so many people like, "Oh, I don't like Ghibli. Like Spirit Away is like awful." Yeah. I think it can be a bit hard to watch just because there's so much going on. Yeah. And if you don't expect it, you you might, you know, you might be a bit overwhelmed. Like even when I watch it, I've seen it quite a few times. I'll still watch it and be like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like every time. I mean, it's in a brothel. Like most yeah, of that's, yeah. that's part of the joy though. <laughs> yeah. It's a brilliant film, but it is pretty crazy. Emily, what is your number five? Okay, my number five is The Girl Who Let Free Time. Uh, I love this film. It's not a Ghibli film. But, 
Yeah, I haven't seen it like too recently. I thought you were just gonna say I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. It's like Aaron with fucking creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> Wait, I was on about that today. We were talking about that earlier. <laughs> oh, I've only got nine. I'm just gonna have to have a creature from the Black Lagoon. the creature from Black Lagoon, the anime version. <laughs> the Japanese oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! That got me. That got me. Yeah, I haven't seen this film in like years, but the last time I watched it, I I watched it like loads of times in a row and since then I've, I've been just wanting to watch it again it's such a good film it's just amazing and even though I haven't seen it in years I still like think about it and I've, I'm still always saying like we need to watch this film together um so yeah I feel like it's one that you really can't miss if you're into Japanese animation or Ghibli films it's so good okay thank you Jared number five Number five is the best Kanye West music video. It's Akira. <laughs> Have you seen the music video? No. It's, no. Um, I think it's had a better, faster, stronger. And it's got like, like for like scenes from, from Akira in it. It's really cool. Oh. And, and um, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. That's it. Just yeah, Kanye. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah, just the dollar. Like, um, that's something Aaron would do. Kanye just throw it in there. <laughs> what do you think about this, Bernie? <laughs> Bernie, yeah, Bernie liked it. Yeah, I know, but um, very cool, Kanye. Yes, I wish I'd have seen it more recently because I feel like I haven't watched it in like a year or two. But I feel like it would have been much higher on the list if I'd have seen it more recently because like See, the bike scenes are amazing. You know, I mean, just everything that happens in the film is just so sick. I watched it. We I watched it last night. And I got like halfway through, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> really? So weird. Like, it's it's like literally like like it's just cocaine. Like, it's just <laughs> crazy. So in your face, so fast. It's it it makes Mad Max like it makes like Fury Road like look like driving Mistake. content Max. Yeah, like, <laughs> just content, Max. He's not even it's mad anymore. Like, it makes me mad, Max. I couldn't get through. I was like, "Whoa, I'm not on the level for this." Like, uh, I look, but it's annoying because I adore. Like I said about the the TV shows. Like, just in case we could add them in, and Cowboy Bebop, I love, and it reminds me a lot of Cowboy Bebop. But if we had TV oh, shows, yeah. there's only one winner. No, That's Dragon Ball Z for the listeners. No, it was. It was Hunger Games. But the Tiger Waititi Akira rumors, and there's also like weirdly like Leonardo DiCaprio Akira rumors. There's been uh, Akira rumors for like the last twenty years. Yeah, because it's it, never going to get made. People, yeah, but they made Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah, and look how well that went. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to Kieran's, which is Spirited Away. Oh, go on, wow. Kieran. It's too low. It's too low. <laughs> and here is my review of Spirited Away from IMDb's, not I can't pronounce that name, XEXYL. Is that Cheryl? I guess that's Cheryl. So Maybe. weird. X kind of goes to like that. 
Quite frankly, I'm tired of people clamouring about this film, as much pre-teen girl movies are. This movie is not much different from the vast majority of simple kid movies with no character development. Liking Miyazaki right now is so chic. I bet half of the people who's voted for this film hasn't even seen it. Story of a spoiled girl whose parents are a bad role model who gets caught in some pretentious version of the spirit world, goes from being incredibly scared to really stupid to unusually headstrong, then right back to being stupid again. Miyazaki should really ask for some help with character development and film tone with some of the fellow scriptwriters at Ghibli. Quite frankly, everybody who sees this film should ask themselves this. Why did I waste the brain cells? It's just like every other kid's <laughs> film. You know, all those other kids' films that are like Spirited Away. <laughs> it's like Shark Tales. <laughs> it, beat beat for beat. from <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was an interesting review. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a unique perspective, shall we say. There was Definitely. quite a few to choose from. I'm trying to go for the one-star ones. Um, there's well, quite a few one-star ones. Yeah. Um, some of them are quite long with spoilers. Oh, this one was a really good one. I'll see I if I can say it. It's quite short. Which have been gone 10 seconds. It, it's quite short, but it basically says... Wow. Amazing. What a review. It's just basically keyboard bashing, then time-wasted movie. Keyboard bashing. But yeah, there you go. Oh, and this one just says sucks. So that's spirited away. I'm sure we're going to go crazy about it later. But uh, yes, uh, Kieran's number five was spirited away. I feel like that isn't going to do as well as we I think. Because... It's going to be on everyone's list, I'm sure. It's still going to get the points. <laughs> It's not going to outscore. <laughs> but it would be okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want that. Okay, that's getting removed. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Come on. Wait, I'm okay, Stephen. Right. So, my fifth one is uh, In This Corner of the World. It's another non Ghibli. Hey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they just oh keep coming. Why so, do yeah. you find these? On? Are you watching Crunchyroll? Uh, he finds it in uh, the this, corner of the world. This one <laughs> was also on Netflix. The other person um, subscribed to Crunchyroll. No, no, I'm not. Do not worry. I do not subscribe to Crunchyroll. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this one, I stumbled across it, which was the worst way to come across this film. Because uh, it's set in Japan in like World War Two, and it's about this girl living her life and you know struggling through like rationing and stuff and she's moved to a place it's Hiroshima and you're just oh. like so the whole film you're just dreading it because you know what's going to happen you know what's coming and it's, like, it's, and it's already sad throughout the film but you're like it doesn't matter because I know what's coming and uh, yeah, it's just, it's great, but it's really depressing. But I would suggest that you enjoyed you most of the film. I, I, I enjoyed, enjoyed it in that way, in the same way that you enjoy Grave of the Fireflies. It's not fun <laughs> in any sense of the word, but it is very good. Okay. All right. We are round to number four. Uh, my four is I switched this round with Spirit Away, uh, but my four now is Princess Mononoke. Um, 
like I said before, it's the first one that I watched. Um, and I think it is it is a huge film um, and it, it is quite tricky to get your head around it. But the message is absolutely brilliant. Um, it's like David Attenborough, isn't it? but uh now it's 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 lord of the rings but animated it's just a perfect massive fantasy film that's absolutely brilliant and voice cast on this i mean uh, billy bob uh, thornton's on this one uh, as well and um he's brilliant in it but it's it's so so good Uh, my favorite scene in it is the scene where like the woman who's meant to be the villain um, when she's speaking to the the soldiers with the the lepers, Le- aren't they? Yeah, the lepers. Yeah. And the dialogue between them is it's yeah. just throws it all on its head. Like that's the one of the, the things I, that I love about it is that it's not just black and white. Like the good, good guys and the bad. And bad guys. Yeah, it's like a complexity there that's more accurate to real life and real war, really. Yeah, everyone, everyone's doing the stuff to try and help themselves, not necessarily realising that they're messing yeah. everything, everything else over. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, Emily. Okay, my number four is also Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Is this collusion? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's collusion. Aaron's checking my list. It's treason. Oh, no, that's different. Okay. Okay. Yes, number 10 is different. Yes. Yes. (laughs) In the next three, there's one different. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just to reiterate everything that Aaron's just said and we've already said, it's such an epic film. It's brilliant. And whilst it is one of those ones that's a bit more heavy, there's quite a lot to it and a lot to take in. to the point where it might not be as fun to watch or as entertaining, especially like the second time around or whatever. I still think it's a brilliant film and there's a lot of meaning behind it. It's just brilliant. Okay, Princess Mononoke, Jared. Uh, my number four. Number four. I was finding it. Uh, it is Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in that shell. Get all version. In the shell. Because if it's shell. good enough to get a remake, it's a good film. If it's good enough to get a remake, it's a good film. No, no, no. Remake is shite. It's not bad. It's it's uh, It's a bit American. Uh, but... but um, I always found the girl a bit weird in Ghost in the Shell, but I don't know. I did a lot of things about AI in uh, university, and this was one of the films that I just like. Just watching it, it's like you get how she's a robot, and like the bit where the bin man basically gets his memories wiped, and he's like, it's his whole life, like, like he, he's like, oh, you like got this child, and that it's like you never had this child. That's just like been implanted into you, and it feels like real, like he's lost his child that never existed. And um, it's just a weird movie, and I do feel like the remake tried to do it right, but took a few missteps because they're like, oh well, we can't show the titties. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, 
Okay. Um, Kieran's is for Akira. Akira's back. Back once Tetsuo! again. Tetsuo! <laughs> uh, and his Akira review that I have on IMDb, two stars because some of the ones were really long, is hmm. I remember seeing this in my teens and, be, and being distinctly underwhelmed. But Akira is a film whose stature has grown with the time. So I thought it would be worth another look in my 30s. It's taken me five days to get the final third as I keep falling asleep. Many reviewers have commented on the beautiful animation, but to me, it looks utterly average. Many has also mentioned the character development, which presumably impresses people who's never read a book. Still, others praise the apocalyptic nature of Akira, which is never believable for an instant. Some desri decre the cry, the cry, the film for its core content, which would be at least keep me awake. I guess I just don't get this kind of film. Seems to me like fodder for culture starved teens and emotionally immature adults. Mm. <laughs> See, I, I, I do like Akira and I'm a massive like cyberpunk fan, but I, I just don't think it holds up as well as some of the other stuff yeah. like in the genre. Like, I think Ghost in the Shell is probably better out of the two of them. But I would agree with that. That's why not according to Stephen, and he loves Akira Kurosawa. If you like Cyberpunk, <laughs> you play Cyberpunk 2077 on the base PS4. <laughs> I, I, I am doing that right now. It's so fun. <laughs> what are you guys doing yeah. in your life? <laughs> yes. I'm playing Cyberpunk just, 2077. <laughs> just watch a walkthrough. You don't have to. You don't have to suffer. <laughs> Pay the 50 quid to wait 10 months before it finally comes out on PS5. Hey, do, you want, do you want my PS5? So you, can, you, you can have life, it. I don't use mine. I, I, it, life is pain, and I'm, I'm playing this to, to learn. <laughs> it's all yeah. Awesome. yeah. Hey, give me, give me a phone digit. Wait for like, the perfect moment for it to like be euphoria. <laughs> yeah. Give, give me a four-digit sum, and I'll give you my PS5. <laughs> But yes, Stephen, what is your number four? Right. So my number four, um, I, I kind of said to myself, I'm only going to have three Miyazaki films on my list. And I've you got hide. to number four, and now is the first of my three Miyazaki films. Because <laughs> uh, uh, So yeah, so the fourth one is House Moving Castle. Yeah! Um, it's, yep. It's one of those films that I just... I love it. It's it's beautiful. The story's good. It got me into Diana Wynne Jones, who wrote the book, and it's a terrible adaptation of the book. Honestly, but the book is great, but it's still a brilliant film. Um, but don't necessarily expect the same thing. Um, yeah, he gets in some flying stuff because he he loves that. He gets in a war that's randomly not in the book because <laughs> you know why not, and then. <laughs> Yeah, Calcifer's great. And it has the, the line, it was a pleasure meeting you, even if you are my least favourite vegetable, and therefore it wins. Wow. Yeah, big big old turnip head was my boy. He was the best yeah. thing about the film. Good old turnip head. And Emily from Friends. Turnip head. <laughs> and there's nothing worse than Emily from Friends. She's the main girl, isn't she? She's Sophie. Top 10 worst uh, side characters in Friends. Don't you point your pants at me. For going <laughs> <around>. <laughs> what? 
Oh, that is an Emily line from Friends. Um, but yeah, Aaron. Oh. Top three. She plays the rugby, Ross. Emily from Friends, not me. Jesus. But go on, Aaron. It's top three time. It's good time. My number three is a film about a pig. He's in a plane. (laughs) It's Totoro. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's uh, Porco Rosso, my number three. Um, I mean, I think the English dub on this like makes it like way better because it's obviously Michael Keaton. He's so cool, the pig he, man. He, he does. Keaton. Yeah, he does. Oh my god, I didn't realize that. He does such a good job. He does such a good job in it. I mean, Michael G- Keaton like brings so much to roles, but. Were you going to call him Michael G. Keaton then? Michael, <laughs> Michael G. Keaton. <laughs> uh, also, he was married to uh, Courtney Cox before she was in Friends. And that's all I'm going to say about Paul Carrasco. <laughs> <laughs> was this before or after Springsteen? Uh, uh, okay. After Springsteen. Yeah. Before David Arquette. Hmm. <laughs> The wrestler. Wait. Yeah, basically that's that's how she got famous. No one knows. But uh, yeah, Emily, what is your oh, number God. three? My number three is Spirited Away. Oh uh, my god. Nobody oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, bit of controversy. Nobody <laughs> loves it. Um it's just amazing. Like the hype around Spirited Away is well deserved. Um, even though, like I said earlier, it, it is a bit crazy and it can be a bit like, what the hell is going on? If you've not seen it before, or if you're not, I don't know, if, if you've not seen the Ghibli film before, it's probably not the best one to go for first. But it's you still. You would jump straight into like heroin, would you? If you no, you wouldn't go. Well, I personally wouldn't go. <laughs> Unless you unless you're seeing Requiem from a dream. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> you want to be like in my head I imagine it's like, you know, Barney Gumble, like with the the duff is just like do put it in my veins. Like that's just anyway, back to Spirited Away. It is just a brilliant film. Like I say, you can't go wrong with it. And I feel like it is one of those films you can just keep watching and watching. And it's always new and exciting every time because there's so much to it. Um, yeah, it's just brilliant. But not okay. my favourite Ghibli film. There's two more. Yeah. My third favourite Ghibli film. <laughs> oh, unless they're both Ghibli. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, Jared, what is your number three? Uh, my number three is Howl's Moving Castle. This is like, I'm putting this at number one. It's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's list. Just Houses and Castles. Have you ever seen a castle? Have you ever seen a castle? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this fits into the exact same category as Spirit Away because like, every time you watch it, you see something new and interesting. It's without a doubt got one of the best side characters because Billy Crystal is just a G. Uh, Christian Bale's character is a bit annoying, but whatever. He's not. He's not the lead. The girl's the lead. 
yeah. yeah, it's, it's just like it's just a really well, interesting it? film that you just love and call as the um the waste witch, whatever she's called, the witch of the yeah. waste. Mm. Mm. She's she's great. Just that gaining weight whilst going upstairs. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to work the opposite way, but it happens. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was the, it was the first one I watched by Ghibli, and it it's, it's the only one weird, I've watched. It's a weird one to start on, but you know it stood the test of time. I have interest. What which one would you start on? Oh, like, right. is there one that you it's think is an Totoro. actual start? Uh, depends. Because Totoro's a bit babyish. I'd, I'd but yeah, that, like... that one's childish and give you the wrong impression. I'd go Totoro, uh, Whisper of the Heart. I would probably start Whisper with the Whisper of the Heart. Make you think they're all like slice of life, you though. Whisper of the Heart <laughs> changed my life. That's because <laughs> you, you just love Clay Campbell. So my number seven is. <laughs> it changed my life. Number five. I mean, to be fair, like I, I was when I said we were going to do this, I tried to watch some of them, and I was like, I'm going to start with one, and it was like, there was two that were about an hour or an hour and ten minutes, and it was, it was Ocean Waves, which you know. Definitely didn't like the sound Definitely of that one. Do <laughs> not start with one of the worst ones. And then, and then it was the cat returns, and it was like, well, this sounds interesting. It seems fun. And then eventually, I, I stuck with Pals meeting cat. I feel like Monono K would be a good one to start with because it's like, yeah, it's got a good. Message. Yeah, I can see why. It's, it's the a, one I watched first. It got me into it. So yeah, yeah, I, I, it was my first watching. Um, I'll just watch them in order and just be like, oh. Uh, no, don't, don't, okay. get, don't get past Nausicaa and go, oh, okay. The Little Mermaid. <laughs> you watch Disney's The Little Mermaid and then you watch Ponyo and you, then you'll be like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got a little confession. I fell asleep first time I watched, uh, is it Nautica? The, the, the one that was okay. like, there, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I woke up and all I saw was them giant centipedes moving along. <laughs> And I was like, where did this go? Honestly, it didn't she was go like anywhere a bounty before that. Last time then, I saw. Yeah. It's not the best. It's the weakest. No, it's, it's a weird one. I really don't. I really don't like Ponyo. Really? I like Ponyo, but mostly I agree it's just the noodles. Yeah. It's him! <laughs> that bit. Yeah, Ponyo's weird. Like Liam Neeson's really weird. Liam Neeson's yeah. great in it. He's the best thing in it. <laughs> yeah, his character is weird though. Hmm. It's a good film, but not yeah, that I don't know. Ponyo was one of them ones that like it struck me as one of the other like you know the the childish Ghibli, and you're like, no, I'm an adult. I like castles. Yeah, I like castles. Speaking of castles, it's Kieran's number three. I oh. thought it was a song. Do we build castles in the sky? Oh, tell me oh, why. No. <laughs> Laputa castle in the sky. He didn't even put Laputa, but I, I even knew that. And interestingly, there is no one or two star reviews, so we have to go to a three star review. Jesus oh. Christ, people love and, it. This is a number four star review because there was only one three star review. Am I making this up? When I was just a kid, I saw this on TV and it was so much better. The music was more dramatic. The voice acting was less kidified and the whole movie had a more intense feel to it. I was so disappointed when I turned it on that I promptly turned it off again. I wasn't going to let James Vander Watts it ruin my favourite childhood characters. Did they not watch the old one? Chances are no, they didn't. Basically, I'm frustrated. I was looking forward to reminiscing for a few hours. 
but I ended up doing laundry because I couldn't watch it. The excitement and maturity of the first English version is lost on a bunch of silly ad-libs, squeaky voices, and muted music. Blech. Where can I find an old copy on DVD? Wilson's Creek Skull in the Sky. I mean, if that's a three-star review, like, Jesus Christ. What is this the what is um Castle in the Sky, the one where it starts like with um the one with the castle in the sky. And the girl's no, falling that, and she's no, got the like a jewel. The sky bit is crap. It's the bit where like it's like a mining village and they're on like the train tracks. Is that the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah loads of sky really pirates good. and stuff. Mm. That bit's really good, and then like the actual castle in the sky. Yeah, yeah. that's the worst bit. The, the, the start and middle they were like, we, we, we can't talk about the cast in the sky, so we'll just throw Laputa's name in there as well. I love Laputa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Stephen, number three. My number three is my very last non-Ghibli, and it has already been mentioned. It's your name. Whose name? It's your name. It's your name. Who's it's name? Jamie the film. Uh, no. Jamie the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's a film that Again, don't want to talk. <laughs> it's, it's a good theme tune. tune. I, I like that. I like it. He had, he's had this in the bank for like five years. <laughs> Honestly, you've not got to your song quota yet, so you should probably get on with it. I, I think a bit about four now. Yeah, that's probably all right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this one, I, I went into it, like I'd seen a little bit and I thought, oh, it's just a cutesy body swap story. Like it'll just be a, a little comedy. That's fine. And then got, you get about halfway through the film and you realise that's not the case. It's not just a cutesy comedy. comedy. It's really, really good. I mean, the, and the comedy bit's good anyway. It starts off nice, but it just goes completely left field and it's great. Um, but again, it shouldn't be something that you know going into it, I don't think. It's much better not knowing and being yeah. surprised. So I've, I've just read the review for like Kieran's number two and I found the perfect reviews. <laughs> but but before we get there, Aaron, what is your number two? My number two is my neighbour Totoro. Um, it's just, I feel like it's the ultimate kids movie. I didn't watch this when I was a kid, but like if I do have kids, like this is like the number one film I'd want to show like my kids. Um, it's just so beautifully done, and it, I've watched it like when I'm not feeling great, it makes me feel happy. I've even watched this on like Christmas Day. Like, I remember, I think the first time I watched it was on like Christmas Day, maybe, and it was just such, such a feel good movie. Um, it's absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I think I probably my favorite or top three kids' movies of all time, like. It's it's so good. The weirdest thing. How can it be me, in the top two? So I know. I was gonna say the weirdest thing for me was that originally this was paired with uh, Grave of the Fireflies. It was a double oh, feature. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. Just oh, mad. was it? Is that yeah, serious? yeah. Grave of the Fireflies first, and then this afterwards is like a come down to try and sort you out. Mm. <laughs> mm, it's crazy that to be fair. That's crazy. All right, Emily. Okay, my number two is. Uh, Whisper of the Heart. You just changed. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you just changed. Country Road. <laughs> you don't I'm want it because it. Aaron's got it at number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I'll explain. 
You've realised we can't we can't best. let it win. <laughs> <laughs> no, whisper of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, whisper. Exactly, it's my number two. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Um, so personally, it is my favourite Studio Ghibli. Film. Well, it's not because it's just. <laughs> but, but you don't think it's the best. <laughs> Yeah. Your colour photo has a Ghibli film in it. If that's not your number one, I don't know what is. <laughs> so it's... The cat returns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel is better. It's Empire's better. Yeah. Um, no, it's a really beautiful film. Oh, controversy. Another Ghibli film. Oh, I can't show you. It's, it's your, this is your cover photos. I've just found them. I've just found <laughs> your cover photos. <laughs> <laughs> is it Whisper of the Heart by any chance? <laughs> uh, no, it was only yesterday, I think. No, it is Whisper of the Heart. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Never look. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, doesn't yeah, even know. Apologies. Can't tell because yeah, nothing's so, happening. Well, I guess. I guess. Anyway, it's a really, really good film. Like I say, it is my favourite. I just think my number one pick is objectively a slightly better film. Um, but anyway. Yeah, one of my favourite things about Wish for the Heart is the main character, Shizuku, because I think she's just a brilliant character and protagonist, but in an unexpected way, because she's kind of, um, what's the word? She's not like the most amazing superhero kind of character that you often want to see and expect to see at the forefront of a film. She's kind of unassuming. She's not. She doesn't really know what she wants to do or what she's going to be when she grows up. And she worries that she's not a good person and things like that. And I feel like that makes her really relatable because she's really human. And um, I just really love that about it. It makes her so likable as a main character. And also her relationship with, I think it's Seiji. I just think they've got a, a really beautiful romance and I absolutely love the ending of this film. It's just a really lovely film. I'd recommend it to anyone who no. likes Studio Ghibli. Did you just meow? The only issue I have with it is that I want to see more. Like I feel like, yeah, there's an ending, but like, I want more. Yeah. Yeah. Watch I mean, the cat like... returns. Oh, wait, no. Wait. no fuck, I don't want that fucking cat. <laughs> I want to see what happened to the violin lot and everything. Did grow up and like just become normal? I don't know. I'll tell you what you can tell me, Jared. Yes. What's your number two? Ah, good play, good play. Uh, number two is Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah. You don't need to say. No, I'm just trying to find it. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, yeah, this is a bloody sad film. It's like proper like... <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? It's a very it sad really film. Is. <laughs> no, but it genuinely is though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know the outcome, kind of watching the film, and it's like, God, like, just fucking... You know what I mean? Like, I just, I kind of love films like, like, you know, like this and Schindler's List and stuff that, like, seriously make you think about this happened and like we're not that far like you know what I mean this isn't even like 100 years ago this is like 60 70 years ago and it's just like fucking hell like we just like like you know what I mean there's a kid 
starving and they're just like, oh, you can't steal that food. Like, stealing food and shit, like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, just, it's crazy to think that that was actually like, things like that happened. Yeah, setting entire towns on fire and stuff. But, um, it's, it's weird. As war well, is like, bad. War is bad. There you go. I mean, from one review to the next, because Kieran's is also Grave of the Fireflies. Because it's a great film. So, there's one which I found, which is probably my favourite review of the evening, which I'll save for the second part. The first one was just a little bit more, uh, but the other one you can explain, because it made me laugh, but I didn't watch the film. So, the first review, because they're both quite short. Poor animation, shallow storyline, predictable. I was looking forward to this one used on reviews. Really? If you want a war movie, see Private Ryan. If you want a good animated movie, find, see Finding Nemo. I was bored the entire movie here. And then here we go for my favourite one of the evening, unless number one's got a better one. It says Grave of the Fireflies in all capital letters. Here we go. Somebody give this kid a Brother of the Year award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair, honestly. Jesus yeah. Christ. So, yeah, I didn't watch it, but it made me laugh. But um, there you go. Raven of Fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> it is a film. So, it is a film that exists. <laughs> Stephen, what is your number two? My number two is Princess Mononoke, uh, which has been mentioned many times already. It's just an absolutely brilliant film. It's probably like the darkest of the Ghibli films. It starts off with a guy getting like a demon arm and like his arrows rip people's arms and heads off, which is like way grimmer than you get in any of the other Ghibli films. Um, The reason I ended up watching it was because I'm mad into Neil Gaiman and uh, he did the English adaptation like he did yeah. the, the writing for the dub and stuff so it made sense in English and uh, did a really good job with it um, I just I love that uh, they tried to like because it was Harvey Weinstein was the producer for it and he wanted to make it shorter so it's more palatable for like say, yeah, it's amazing it's like oh I'm going to make it more palatable for Western audiences and the producer from Ghibli sent him a katana with the word no cuts engraved in it. <laughs> and, and they didn't make any cuts. Uh, so <laughs> I think that's a, a good story. And if you ever want to make a film and you don't want it to be cut up, just send the editor a katana and it'll sort it all out. <laughs> there you go. So we are at the number one. What number is your. One. Number one, Aaron. My number. Tell one. us about this heart. It my, it's pretty obvious. It's <laughs> the Japanese dub for Space Jam. You want a jam? You want a jam? Because I'm pretty sure I can't find my book, but I'm pretty sure this film was really high on your whatever year it came out of. Nineties. It was number one. Nice. Yeah. My number oh. one nice. It beat Space Jam. So there you go. Shit. You've already admitted. Oh shit! He's oh, <laughs> better in Space Jam. I will say that. Um, now, uh, Whisper of Heart is probably top three films ever for me. Like I absolutely adore this film. Um, I'd never seen a slice of life film. Didn't know what it was um, until I saw this film, and 
it just absolutely blew me away when I first watched it. Um, I mean, she's a little girl. Um, she's into obviously completely different things that I've been into, but you relate with the characters so much. And um, it's just so perfect. I, I love coming-of-age movies, and I honestly think this is the best uh, that's ever been done in that genre. Like, I, I rate it that highly. Um, and... I just think with the in Ghibli as a whole, because we're up to number one, I'd say like Totoro would just probably like be my favorite kids' movie. Uh, like I said before, Spirited Away was my favorite. I think it's the best animated movie. Whisper R is one of my favorite movies. And then Porco Rosso is a film about a pig flying. <laughs> and therefore, I get some points. <laughs> oink, uh, oink. No, nah, no. Nah. But yeah, Whisper of Heart, absolutely perfect film. Couldn't make it better. Yeah, yeah all the characters are so believable. Like it's already been mentioned, they're just mm-hmm. yeah, you can def- you can relate to them really easily. It is great. Okay, Emily, I'm trying to go through the list to think what it's going to be. I think I know what it is. I'm going to provisionally put this down. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you, a few people might know what it is. Aaron knows what it is because he saw my list and saw that I changed it last minute. You cheated. Um, how's that <laughs> <laughs> to be Aaron, fair, list it, it depends what it is what is it i mean i kind of i kind of know what obviously the, the number one's the jared and steven is the spanish version <laughs> of my name and that say? is actually the spanish version <laughs> of that it movie. is amazing amazing <laughs> where did you get that from I, I had the idea when we went to Valencia and I was like, why don't we get My Neighbor Toto in every country we go to? Starting with Spain. So <laughs> there you go. That's a, a wild so idea. Now you have oh, to That's not the one I was going to say, so we're okay. There you go. Yeah, My Neighbor Toto robot, specifically in Spanish. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, I had to move this like literally last minute from number two to number one because whilst... Like I say, Whisper the Heart's like my favourite Ghibli film. I feel like this is the best one. It's the easiest to watch. It's like Totoro's literally the mascot of the whole studio. Mickey Mouse. For a reason. He, yeah, he's like the Mickey Mouse, really, of Japan, isn't he? Yeah, he, but you say that, but then no Mickey Mouse films are actually good films. He's just yeah. the mascot. Have you seen Fantasia? <laughs> 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 but no, I mean, we've, we've already said, we've established it's a kid's film. But I feel like that doesn't do it justice because, yeah, it's a kid's film, but I feel like literally anyone could watch this film. Like, it doesn't matter what age you are. And you've got to remember that there's still quite a lot in this film that's really, it's packed with emotion. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot to it. Like, May goes missing <clears throat> for a while. Like, a literal child goes missing. And that's still, like, it's quite scary. That's a scary part of the film. And... Um, and then obviously you've got like the mum's really ill. So I feel like whilst it is a really charming and cheerful kids film, there's quite a lot to it as well. And then when you get into like the theories around it and the conspiracies, cause there's quite a few. Um, yeah, so there's multiple sides to it. And I just think overall it's, it's amazing. It's just gotta be the best Ghibli film. Yeah, well, it's a kids film. It doesn't like dumb itself down. Yeah, it exactly. like talked down to kids, it's just suitable for kids. I love yeah. how um, it's just rural Japan because you don't, when you think of Japan, you think of Tokyo a lot. 
and mm-hmm. you kind of forget there there is a countryside in Japan, and uh, well, I don't know when is it set. Is it like I mean, it was made in the eighties? But yeah, so like you know, I mean, it's on horse and cart out there in the film and that. Yeah, pretty mad. Yeah, it shows the countryside really. <clears throat> I like the uh, continuity between Totoro and Spirit Away because the suds are in it, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah, the sud sprites. Yeah. An essential Ghibli character. Okay, so here we go. I mean, I might as well just let Jared and Stephen just talk about the same film, probably. So, uh, Stephen, you want to say it? Um, I assume you both got the you same. Not said it? Have you have you not said Oh that? no, it's it's the obvious one. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It should, what, it should, like it should have been all along. <laughs> how would I to the liberty that this is not the best film on anyone's list? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe that it wasn't like higher up on everyone else's list. I think it, it, it's, the, it's, it's the only film on every list, unless Emily put Kiki on there, which she didn't, which I thought her number one would have been. <laughs> uh, Kiki was on nobody, list, nobody's yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> No, it was an honourable mention. It wasn't an honourable mention, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. I really yeah. like it. Kiki, do, do you, you love me? me? <laughs> but Jesus. With Kiki, I was a bit um, underwhelmed. It kind of disappointed me a bit. I feel like the plot kind of fizzled out towards the end. Yeah. Um, it's my mistake. I thought Stephen had it because I was looking at my numbers, but my number two went a little bit too low. So I was like, it's on everyone else's list, though. Why yeah. she said it? But uh, yeah, it's the only one. There's been a few that I've got three or four on there, but. Yeah, but anyway, you two speak about Spirited Away and then I can finish it on a high. Yeah, no problem. Um, It's just, I feel like there's a lot of films where you're like, oh, it's so basic to put that as number one. But I don't know about you, but Spirited Away is the best. And it's not just playing like, oh, it's basic to put it at number one. Because it is number one. It is an Oscar-nominated film. Uh, The Orchard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, most of them should be Oscar films. It's just yeah. that they're not. But this one is. That's how good it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rogue America. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, but do you not feel like every time you watch it, there's something different? Like the castle is like in what? Well, well, is it a castle or the bath? The bathhouse. At the bathhouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just amazing. Like there's rooms you you don't see the first watching. Yeah, and like stuff like the character design in it is incredible. There's so many weird and wonderful creatures, and like the more you watch it, the more you pick out in the background and stuff. Uh, everything looks beautiful. Even the horrible things look beautiful. Absolutely. Even, like... even though it was my number four, like I honestly wouldn't say. Uh, other than like uh, like I said about. Um, it can be its own worst enemy to like people that might not like it. But for me, like I wouldn't say personally anything bad about it. I totally can understand your point. But at the same time, I feel like I'm at that. It's like if someone dissed Toy Story, I'd be like, no, you, you can't diss Toy Story. Like you have to watch this film. Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah. For me, it's it's got the kind of like labyrinth style, be careful what you wish for story. Yeah. You end up in the fantasy world, go through it. But um, I just think it does it really well it has like the massive focus on greed like all the way through it but again although it is like complex and weird i still think it tells its story like really well i, I think yeah I don't, like, like, yeah. Um, yeah you feel like you can't like you, you could just leave but like you feel like she's stuck there and like 
I don't know about, about you, but like whenever I see the bit where you know it's the stairs and there's no banister there. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, that gives me like like I'm worried just to like look at her falling. <laughs> The English I... dub scream on that is one of the best screams oh. in any film ever as well. Um, <laughs> you reckon it is the best looking film? Yeah, to... 100%. Like, it's just beautiful. I, I always think of those scenes where it's like, she's like, it, uh, if you, someone pulling her, she's like, or is where she's like oh, going, where through, she's the going through the flowers. Yeah, she's like being like pulled and like she's like going like really fast through it. it looks yeah, in, yeah. Absolutely oh. amazing. It's, I don't even feel like nostalgia plays into this film. I feel like maybe Toy Story plays in, but like this film looks amazing right now. Like, you know what I mean? This is the kind of film that you put as your screen backs, a uh, wallpaper on your computer. Yeah. Like it does on Zoom. Hey! <laughs> I'd, I'd say it's one of those films as well where it's like when you talk about the most iconic films ever, you, you talk about your Star Wars. Um, you, you... I, I don't know if I've got my list, Jamie, but did this make my list for 2000s films? I'm sure it did. I think it did. Because I, 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 I don't have my list with me, unfortunately. Yeah, but I'm, sure right, right. I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, I think a lot of Ghibli made the actual films, but um, is that everything you want to say on Spirit of the Way uh, for now? I was, was going to say that it's one of those films that it's like, this feels like the most Miyazaki film to me. Like he got he got to this point of his career and you know he could do whatever he wanted. No one was gonna tell him no at this point. And so he just did the best film he the could. best film he could and it was amazing. Was like, this one of the ones where uh, he just because most of the films he just writes the scripts as he's going, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah I think he did this half like he got the idea and he started it, but it wasn't finished when he'd started doing this. How insane is that though? Like I always yeah. think like how the hell do you do that? And there's not with drawn animation as well. It's not like it's cheap. Like. I know, exactly. Like, I, That's probably why they don't make films anymore. He must be like so hard to work with, like dictator-wise. Like, to he must have just have this clear vision in his own head, and he's just like, "This is what I want." Yeah, Dude. yeah just go with it. Well, yeah. uh, although not not this film, but Princess Mononoke, there was I think 144,000 frames in that film, and he individually oh went o- back over 80,000 of them to either redo them or just draw them completely. Oh my Which God. is mad. Him himself did like wow. half of the frames he was like involved in the drawing of, which is Jeez, insane. Like, what we've seen about... Too much, you know, he's just like, yeah. he needs a rest. How do you feel about the 3D animated first film? Because it makes me feel mm. sick. Yeah. Ooh, um... It depends how they do it. Because like, they've, like, it's here. Takahara did um, tell Princess Kaguya with computer animation. It doesn't look yeah. like it, but it's like, and it's still an incredible film. It looks great. Um, so it's like, if they do it well, and if you look at how 3D animation is now, it can still be done well. But I, just... Like I said last week, though, or the week before, like, I don't think Disney's going to go back to it. And if they do, it'll be Disney Plus. And it just worries me if we're like in a, in like five I years. Can't see that. And uh, it will go back to it. There's just no point, money wise. Yeah, I, I just I don't like Ghibli are the only ones that are producing like two D at like a huge level now, um, and I don't want them to go into that realms of three D animation because it's just uh, it just doesn't look as good. I mean, Toy Story was great because it was like the first one that did it really well, but. Mm-hmm. 
when I watch the 3D animated films now, like it does, it doesn't impress me as much as like watching your Spirit Aways and. Ghibli like. definitely has got that Pixar vibe for me. It's like, yeah, yeah Soul's brilliant, mm. but the good dinosaur was not even worth your time. Yeah, and to be honest, I can't really remember the last film that was like. Maybe the Wind Rise was the last one. I was like, yeah, that's Ghibli. Mm. So I, it's just the times. It's just yeah. like. Mm. Everything changes. If they don't do the 3D animation, I mean, the studio technically already closed, so it's not like we were getting more Ghibli anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like Like, the 3D animation would just be a new thing. If if that's the uh, if that's what we have to do to get more, hit me, Uh, and I won't watch it. I like the idea as well of uh, the Pixar and Ghibli, like obviously like two biggest animation studios over the last like 30 years, and. um, they've traded animators and like they've both helped each other out. I thought that, I think that's absolutely brilliant. And I know like big Pixar guys have helped do Ghibli films and it's the same like the other, other way around. And like, especially when you watch the credits and you see like random names in them, like I'm sure like Lassen has been in and a few of them like worked on them. Um, And I always thought that was brilliant. Like you think they'd be like the biggest rivals. Um, Maybe the (laughs) MCU. DC. Well, James Gunn <laughs> just jumps between them now, doesn't he? So yeah, I've got. I've got to say, it doesn't look very good. This, but um, I've, I've anyway. just seen the 3D animation that you're on about. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't um, look very good. Just to finish off the animated list, we still got Kevin's, and it is, it's, it's not my name. It's your name. <laughs> your name. Hey. Oh, there go. Jesus Christ. Kieran has your name as number one, as he called basic. But um, I'll read. Uh, it's perfect to end on this one as well, because I discount my last notion. This is the best IMDb one I found. You're going to give away the plot the, now. The second, the second one. <laughs> the second one. There's two again for this one. The first one is bad. I will not expand too much. I expect a lot from this film and was disappointed. A boring movie that is not satisfying and not sad, not worth watching. Not sad, then, don't care. And this is a perfect comment to end the podcast. How is this anime garbage in the top 2,500? 2,500, 250. Anime isn't real cinema. Anime isn't real cinema. Anime isn't real cinema. Copied three times. There you go. There we go. That is the perfect <laughs> way to end the list. <laughs> go on then, hit us with the top five. So, just missing out. Just missing out on the top five. There were seven films that made over 20 points. Oh, oh nice. With 21 points in seventh place is Howl's Moving Castle. I thought that, that was seventh. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was going to be like That Christmas. would be second wow. if I was playing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> in... Just missing out on the top five with 22 points. Oh, I wonder if Emily's point made a difference, Aaron. It didn't. It's Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> wow. Aaron would have shit five. himself. Yeah. I guess your name's probably up there. In fifth place, tied with your name and Whisper of the Heart, 23 points. Whisper this is a weird list. <laughs> 25 points in third place, Princess Mononoke. 26 points in second place. Spirit away. No. My neighbor Totoro. And in first place with 40 points. Oh, yes. There you go. Away, which Convincing win. On everybody's list. 
as it should, just like last week. Are we, uh, are we going to review just like which one we've decided is the best? Or? Uh, it's, I think Spirit uh, of the Way was the only one on everyone's list. Spirit of the Way is the best. <laughs> oh no, I meant like, are we going to do the American... You, you, want to do, you want to do an overall number one, so you have Spirit of the Way, yeah. you have Toy Story, and you have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. But right. two of those Jesus. were my number ones. Toy Story yeah. was So I, I obviously knock off Toy Story instantly. I'd what say. Toy, yeah. Story? Toy Story did once, didn't it? I can't remember now. I think it did, yeah. But Spirited Away for me is the oh. best out of all of them. Yeah. It is the best. I'd oh. say that Toy Story second and Spider Man not even in the question. I hate uh, to put Toy Story number two. But... <laughs> um, no, but I, I feel like Spider Man isn't in the level of Toy Story. Right. Okay, yeah, I love sorry, it. but you all said Toy Story isn't even your favourite of the Toy Stories, so <laughs> it shouldn't. That. It can't. You can't put it as the best one when it's not even your favourite Toy Story. Yeah, but <laughs> I said it was the best story. I, best, I said it's the best Toy Story. Um, you said, but two's better. <laughs> but nostalgia because you, you're all weird. Is better than Spider Verse, though. I'd say it's, that. It's, harsh, it's hard as well because there was a lot of differentiation. Differentiation? I can't say it now. I mean, in a long evening. There was a lot of differentiation between Disney. There was a lot of different ones. There wasn't a massive high score in Toy Story 1, but with 27 points. Spider Verse got 49 points. Spirit of the Way got 40. But if you put like them the, against the, each other, the levels are, Toy Story's the best. Pixar, Japanese anime films, anything else, just. Touches yeah. the floor. Like, I'd say even close. Spider Sp- Verse is amazing, but it wouldn't make my top. But not being Disney. <laughs> yeah, like if it was in a Disney list. Does no, Space Jam. No, it doesn't. Space Jam doesn't even get a shout in animated films. Get out. Enough of this shit. I don't know. I didn't say it. Who is this human man they wrote this I feel like overall. For me, God be spirited away. It would be spirited away. No, it's spirited away. You know it's spirited away. Aladdin, but don't think about Aladdin. It's spirited away. Aladdin. Aladdin was second on the Disney one. If I had to to pick between all of them, then Aladdin. Yeah, sure. Aladdin has aged terribly. Like the stuff, like songs are great, and obviously, (laughs) Robin Williams is Robin Williams is great in it. But like it just it okay. Is it is, it, it is, is one for you, right? Robin Williams' genie or Billy Crystal's Lucifer? Billy Crystal. No. There you go. I uh, said I it. Love it. Lucifer. It's not even Lucifer. It's Alfred. And nah, is Spirit Away the best? It is the best. I'd say it's yeah. Look into your heart. I think we'll, I think we'll all agree. Right. Spider Man isn't the best one. I mm. uh, yeah, it's the second best after film. Spirit of the Way. <laughs> but it's not really in the same league as Toy Story and Spirit of the Way. I think if you look at it in ten years, oh, Spider-Man I think you might find it will be forgotten in ten different. years. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be. What will be forgotten in ten years? Spider-Man. He's already forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> See? To be fair, Spider-Verse um, will not be a cult in 10 I, years. I've watched it a few times. We watched it the other night, Spider-Verse, mm. and it's actually amazing. Like, yeah. it's so good. But, like, the history of Disney, Toy Story will always be, like, 
Yeah, but this isn't a history lesson. This is if it's a good film. This isn't a history lesson, bitch! Despite Michael Jordan will always be the best basketball player ever. So and the best actor. So, so therefore, <laughs> Space Jam. <laughs> nah, I'd, I'd give it to Spirit either way. Yeah. Uh, and, well, I was going to say close, but Aladdin, Spirit Away in, in Toy Story, but yeah, Spirit Away, number one. Spirit Away is. You agree one. with that, Jared? Uh, say it again and I'll disagree. Spirited Away, Toy Story, Spider Man. Yeah, uh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Feel Toy Story. I, I mean, I, I, got, I, got him away, I got him away from his favorite film of all time to disagree. That's his best film of all time. Is that just, 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 just argue Inception's better than Blade One, and I'll let you have it, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Blade One is my favorite film of all time, I'll, I'll let you have it. Nah, Spirited Away visually probably holds a better, but. It does. Uh, if you look at Toy Story now, it looks crap. It's great. Don't get me wrong, but it looks terrible. But it's you are right. right. <laughs> you are right. Spirit of the Way will always look good. There's you never a time right. it won't look good. You are right. But Spider Verse, like like Jamie said, like was it Jamie said it ten years from now? I said in ten years, no one's gonna even remember it. I think I people will remember people it. People will remember it. They're not going to be like, I will remember you. Toby Maguire, and them films are trash. Oh, no, they're not. You watched it, you watched it last night, didn't you? Didn't you love it? I, I loved it, and then I, I was like, this is so 2000s. God speak Spider-Man. I don't like Spider-Man when like he doesn't have web shooters. I, I hate oh, my God. I, 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 yeah, you should, what, no, what are you want to he, he should have web shooters. This is stupid. He shouldn't have web shooters. He's a spider. He should be able to produce his own web. No, yeah, he can't. <laughs> the, the webs, it's because he's a smart man. He made the web voice like... Do you mean like a real spider, though? Yeah, but yeah, like... But real spiders are out of its arse. Imagine that film. I didn't realise about Green Goblin, like, Willem the He is the best. He's the best villain in any Marvel. Heavy in this. Totally like, McGuire with that thick-ass full of webs. He's chewing all the scenery in it. It's great. Um, it's crazy. But, um, but yeah, I'd agree. I'd go for Spirit Away. Yeah, yeah so. In conclusion, Spirit Here and, Away. Here and, uh, said uh, Spirit Away as well. He just texted me. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah. Um, so Spirit oh, yeah. Away is officially the greatest <laughs> animated movie ever. Join us next time where we're talking about a topic we haven't decided yet. We'll find one. Just join us. <laughs>